0: Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of History After Hours. My name is Kevin Pumphrey and with me like normal is Mr. Ron Franklin and Mr. Jeremy Nixon. We are three history teachers from Lakeside High School in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And we are recording our season finale podcast. It is Wednesday, May the 19th. And in this season finale, we're going to just look back at this school year. What life was like teaching during a pandemic. And we're going to predict a few things that might occur next year. So, you know, some negative stuff, some positive stuff. But uh, with that being said, we hope you enjoyed this season finale of History After Hours. Thank you. All right. So, History After Hours, this is our season finale. We don't know what it's going to be. We're going to make this up as we go. But you know, that's what we've done all year, isn't
1: it? Wing it and swing Pretty it. Much. Yeah.
0: So, this has been the most unique year, uh, I guess, of school, really nationwide and globally. I mean, it's not just going to be the United States that's impacted here. This is, it's, you know, every country had to deal with this in different ways. I think we're going to take some positive away from this. What let's start there it, as we well, leave. Say, this you say school take day.
1: it away. Is it, are you confident? I feel fairly oh, I know. confident that we're turning corners and that next year is going to be better. But because when you say take it away, what do you take from this? Well, I, I, it's not quite over. Exactly. Yeah. So that's my first thing. My but mindset I hope that is that be, we're,
0: we're, we're going, you know, the CDC released the whole, if you have vaccine, if you get both vaccinations, then you don't have to wear your mask, that kind of thing. So it, it looks like we're headed into the situation where it's all winding up. So that's my mindset, but that
1: could be completely wrong. Most of the health people that I've talked to said, you you're late. look forward to a booster shot sometime in the late summer, early fall, maybe, mm. to kind of maintain some sort right. of immunity as best you can.
2: I, well, I hope we just take away that we were not prepared, we did not handle it well, and that we learn from it and not just stick our head back in the sand. Yeah, yeah. That's a big ask, probably, but...
1: Are you talking about nationwide, globally, or are you talking about the school? Well,
2: uh, all of the above. Oh, yeah. <laughs> check all those boxes. Check, check, check.
0: Yeah. I think we just assume, oh, well, we haven't had something like this in a century, so it'll be another century, but there's no guarantee. There's no magic number right. of years that has to go by before we have another one of these things. So It
1: wasn't scheduled.
0: No, it wasn't scheduled. Yeah. Um, or was it? Ooh. <laughs> but I, I will say- I don't say, want to go down those conspiracy
1: yeah. paths. So. Mentally,
0: I have to- be in the place where next year is going to be better. I just have to be there. <laughs> I, I can't.
1: Yeah, put, I, I have just,
2: to as well. Because
0: this year. I, I must believe. I must believe. <laughs> because if this, if I knew for sure, let's just say you knew for sure the next 10 years you had to do what you did this year, I think I might try to find another profession.
2: Oh, I'm going back to law. And I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> I'm going op- to
1: open I up don't. my
0: dad's dairy farm again.
1: Do you rather milk a cow?
0: I don't know. This has been—it's not what we do. This year's not yeah, what we. This do. has
1: been horrible. Well, it's been double time at least for a lot of us, and uh, I've had that conversation with kids recently who were like, "Wow, we didn't realize how much y'all had to do." I was like, "I know everybody's stressed," and I'm not trying to complain. I'm not, not really, but at the same time, it's—it's—it's it's, it's necessary, I think, for everybody to know the amount of work that's been that we've put into this to try to make it it's not just accessible, but as normal as it can be, but it's, it's never normal, right? Double the work is not normal. Uh, the timing, the the stretching it out, the, 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 the constant, I, I never, I never unplug from this. I don't know about you guys, mm-hmm. but it's, it's always on my mind. I'm always thinking about it. I never, even on the weekend, I never take a break from it. It's always just hovering there that I'm going to have to, there's something else I've got to do. Mm-mm. And it's urgent that all these things get done. And, you know, trying to juggle that. I don't, I don't want to do this again in the same way, like ever again, actually.
2: I'm, yeah, I'm the same way. I don't know. I really do think for my mental health, if, if I knew that it would be like this again exactly or like this for an extended period of time, I don't think I would come back. No. I just don't.
0: I mean, the joy of teaching is student interaction, listening to ideas, debates. And when you have so many kids at home, and you don't develop any relationship at all. Don't even look at them. That takes away a lot of the fun and the passion and the desire to teach. Uh,
1: uh, okay, so this is a, a weird anomaly, maybe, um, or or maybe it's not an anomaly. Maybe I'm just not aware of it until now. I've had I had kids do uh, reflection pieces, like write what's the year been like for you, and you know what could we do, and all that. What's it meant to you, if anything? And a lot of them, even the ones who've been at home the whole time, I'm like, you know. You, 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 I could tell you did the best you could. You were really invested. We appreciate the effort. And so that was nice to hear. And so it's like, it, it, I, it, I, it's weird in that they feel that they know us to some degree, but I really don't know them. Hmm. Yeah. So there's a disconnect from my end to them, but they yeah. feel plugged in because especially the ones who've listened to the audio cast or, and had stayed up with the work or whatever, you know, who, who tried to do that and do it well. Like, I think there was still a connection in some way, not to the same degree or not to the same, uh, um, not in the same way for sure. And from my perspective, I was like, I wasn't even sure if I was connecting with some of these kids, but apparently we were. And so that's nice to know.
0: I proctored the ACT, which is all juniors, and I had a girl say, hey, you're Mr. Pumphrey. I was like, yes, you're the the guy from the videos. And I'm like, that's me. (laughs) Like, she knew me and seen my face and heard me speak a ton and I didn't know who she was but she was in my class
1: all year right yeah and it's but just
0: like yeah that's a one-way relationship and i but I was, a
1: pre- I was appreciative of the comments that the kid said like so i know that it, it reached some of them at least and i wasn't absolutely sure that 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 was occurring in the way that i had hoped it would you know but apparently at least some of them are getting it and that's nice to know
0: yeah yeah but it also had hurt. I think overall that disconnect hurts students' motivation. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, no, it's, not,
1: it's yeah. not the same. It's not the it's same. It's horrible.
0: Because, yeah. I mean, you every professional development you go to in the last 20 years teaches us that our interaction and personal relationship with the kids in the classroom is uh, the bis- biggest predictor of their success, that relationship you develop in the classroom with the student and show that you care and all, it makes them want to care. When you don't have that, you can see what happens. There's a victim narrative that goes around. Kids came in with an excuse. Like, I don't really have to do this. We don't have to go to school. We don't have to.
1: Which was the precedent was set last spring when the governor basically just washed over everything and said, fourth, nine weeks doesn't matter. Like that set a weird tone that a lot of kids came into this year with, well, it'll be the same. Well, it's not. And some people are going to get, that's going to bite them, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it already has, honestly. Yeah. and if they don't realize it, they're about to realize it really quickly in the next couple of weeks.
0: So let's. What's a positive, going through this experience as a teacher, educator, and hopefully it is over. It might not be, but what's something that you come out of this thinking? Well, at least I'll be better at this, or I gained this from it. Is there anything perspective?
1: I think I think having a, um, an an archive, mm-hmm. of. Audio, visual, things that we could post, especially if a uh, kid's missed a day. Well, in the past, I'm like, well, you'd have to come talk to me about it later or whatever. Well, I've got, I mean, I don't teach the lessons extremely differently every year. The conversations may change because kids have different questions or whatever. But here's the basic story line. Okay, well, I have this now. You, You can ask me more about it. I can talk to you. But if you don't have time, hey, you didn't actually have to miss too much if you felt like it. There's the audio in the PowerPoint. There it is. Yeah, you can access the lesson in that way. So at least you get a touch of it, and then I can fill in more gaps for you. So I think that's helpful.
2: Yeah, I agree with that, and I think just my ability to do th- more things technologically, and I could always figure things out when it came to technology, but I've gotten quicker about it. I think it's really forced me to, you know, make technology a priority in the classroom, which I, in some ways, I'm still reluctant to do, but am at least better at. I
0: remember seeing virtual schools pop up several years ago and the whole mood was, this is going to be the future. And then we got shoved into this area where a lot of it was digital and virtual and you can see the drawbacks in that. I don't know. It still could definitely be the future because obviously doing everything digital makes everything more flexible.
1: It still doesn't feel like the wave of progressive teaching though yeah I just don't i mean like it's gonna take over I, I don't I don't know that it should i mean it still might, but I don't know that it's better
2: it's yeah i don't it's not better based I mean no matter how you I've run seeing.
1: it, no matter how you run it, no matter how prepared you feel that you are you like you said while ago like you are going to lose interpersonal reaction uh, relationships between uh teachers and students, and without that vibrancy, I think that you're losing a lot
0: yeah I think um Obviously, virtual might be here to stay. There might be an option for that. Oh, yeah,
1: I'm not disagreeing with that.
0: Um, I I do think technology needs to get to a point where you can have that relationship digitally somehow, whether it's, I mean, Zoom is, thank goodness we had it, but still, there's a lot of drawbacks. I don't know that there's some technology that I can't foresee coming out that that helps us all get kind of in the same room and be able to interact uh, easier You know, I talked
1: to administrators before, though, before all of this, and they were like, it's going to, you know, they were acting like we were going to have to really knuckle down on providing virtual services because, I mean, it was like, we're going to, there won't be any kids in school. We're going to have to compete with these online schools. I think to a certain degree that's true, but I think this year has proven that a lot of kids are not prepared to work in an online environment,
0: nor are their families
1: willing to, or able to support them, perhaps.
0: Yeah, and we have to think about the parents, too. I mean... You know, a lot of them had jobs. They, they left every day. The kids are at home alone. And, you know. Well,
2: it's the interaction that I just had with a kid as you were in my room, like, who's been online forever and ha- has work this missing. He's like, well, do I need this? How do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? I said, Did, this was weeks ago. Did you watch the video? No. There's no accountability. Mm-hmm. And there's no way I can force a student who's at home and I, parents are at work. You're right. And so now here we are at crunch time. People are trying to pass and it's not, it's not an ideal situation for the student. They haven't learned anything. It's not an ideal situation for me as the teacher trying to make it or fix it last minute. And it's just a mess.
1: You can't cram a semester's worth of knowledge and skills into two days at the end of the week before school's out.
0: Yeah. Well, I was a decent student in high school, and I, I'm trying to put myself back there. It, what if I woke up and there was no parent there to tell me what to do? I could procrastinate without any true sleep consequence. Sleep in until noon. I could play games and just sleep in. And yeah, I'll, I'll do it later. That's been I, some I, I, might, of,
1: I, I might have done that too. I that's mean, been some of the stuff that the kids have been telling me on this reflection piece. It's going to be difficult to come back to school because I'm used to sleeping in. I'm used to playing games when I want to. I'm used to doing my schoolwork when I want to. I'm used to not having to turn things in on time. They're admitting those things. It's going to be difficult when that all shifts and you have to come back into this environment. You're going The 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 rigidity of the discipline, the self-discipline that it takes to get up, show up here every day, do what you have to do, go here, go here, go here, do things in a timely fashion. like these kids have unplugged from those self-disciplines and they've created bad habits. I'm afraid that are, go- we're going to start next year and we're going to help p- them break those habits. And it's going to be tricky. I think.
2: Yeah. They're turning to work at 3am. I mean, it's no.
1: three weeks later. Yeah. I wonder if capitalism can come in and play a part
0: in this corporations. I mean, this, this has to be a money-making thing that you could create a virtual school, a private school, make it pretty cheap where Parents could have the option. I mean, we were doing the Florida virtual thing, but you could see somebody jumping in and trying to create a better uh, program that high school students could. And if you make a partnership with public schools where a kid, you know, can do both, they can stay at home and do the virtual thing, but Lakeside, they're technically a Lakeside student. I wonder if education is going to shift that way where, you know, we're, we're always going to offer a virtual option.
1: M- maybe I could see that working for juniors and seniors who have a little bit more. Hopefully they develop self-discipline and good habits. But for, but for elementary kids and, and middle school and junior high kids, early high school, I just don't know that you've got the – I don't know that you're developed mentally enough or emotionally or uh, you, that you have the maturity level to handle those responsibilities. And besides yeah. that, parents can't stay at home with their kids. So now what? Right. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, like, you know, we have educational co-ops that do ALE. For kids with behavioral issues or whatever, right. you could see the same thing digital.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying that it can't be a functional part no. of what we do, but I just don't think it can be the only thing we do.
0: Right. I, I still, once again, we're teachers at heart. This we want to be in the classroom. We want to interact with the kids, and I just they, and, and we've all had online classes. Like, the best mm-hmm. way to learn is in the classroom.
1: I, I don't like being an online student. Yes,
0: I do not either. No, and like I said, unless there's that ne- te- technological development where <laughs> are all holograms in the it, class. And we <laughs> actually, actually yeah. the last
1: online class that I had, it, when I was going through my master's work, we, when we did meet as a group, it wasn't even audio or video. We, we had to type out questions in the chat room in response to the teacher questions on the chat room. And I, that's just, I was, I can't, I don't, I don't like it. I didn't like that. So at least we had the advantage of, we could actually, you, they could see us in some cases. If you did video, they definitely could hear us. And sometimes they could interact it through a Zoom session if we did it that way. Yeah. But, it's, but it's, I still it still doesn't replicate the classroom environment.
0: I'm sure there's smart people out there working on this issue. And I'm sure that there'll people try to make money off this um, as we move forward. But I'm hoping it'll go, we'll have some sense of normalcy next year with kids in the classroom doing the thing. I wonder if there's going to be any other long-term effects. I was worried about attendance. Like, I was worried about that not being a thing anymore, more compulsory attendance. Like, you can't force kids to come to school because, you know, that's not right. Like, if the parents want them to stay home and they're, like, once again, though, it kind of depends on a certain
1: age. Is that state by state? The compulsory attendance uh, rules, or is that?
2: Yeah, I mean, education's a state function, so they they get to set all the laws and the rules for that. But I, I don't know of any state that doesn't have a compulsory attendance law. It's just different of how it's enforced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we talked, uh,
0: you know, a little bit with our principal, uh, Mr. Campbell, about job programs and other opportunities to get, you know, so that lightens the load on as far as infrastructure and class sizes and all I'm saying if you
1: could integrate it and have it be part of a flex schedule, like I'm not against that idea, but to have it just across the board, I just think is a, I think you're just looking for a disaster. Yeah.
2: Well, I know we've been talking mostly about academically, but the other thing is, well, and I know our motivation and probably mental health has declined, but the kids' motivation and mental health has just, even the ones who are here, it's, it's rock draining. Bottom, yeah, yeah, they're right. drained. They're tired. Uh, they're they're not in good spirits. They're not in a good mood. Um,
1: <laughs> this is the positive part of our. Remember that yeah, was, oh, that oh, I forgot. What was, was supposed to be oh, positive what are you taking no, away from this positively? That's my bad. We're good at going. Well, I'm positive <laughs> I'm that this positive is the case. mental health sucks now. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm positive that people are struggling.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. I felt bad for the kids that were here. Like a lot of them, they were here because their parents made them. And then it's it's kind of hard for me as a teacher to to really you know, make them toe the line in class when half the class or more are at home asleep at the time. Mm. It's like, you got to yeah. pay attention and do your work. And they well, what about my buddy Bob? He's been asleep, you know, <laughs> all year. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's kind of hard to be equitable. But we do know that the kids that were here, they got more sure. than the kids at home.
1: I mean, it's just... Just the immediacy of the response time. If you, yeah. your know, kid has a question, okay, if you're at home, you have to email me. It may take a while for me to see that. It may take a while for you to see what I responded. And then that whole conversation that we could have had in 30 seconds takes three hours, hours or days, yeah. perhaps.
2: Oh uh, Yeah, because, I mean, let's face it, we have one prep period. And if, you know, Google Classroom comments, posts, emails, I mean... Y- it's there are times where I don't get to respond uh, to online kids until I get home, and then of course, then that's me at home mm-hmm. again working. I wasn't for, kidding about
1: the double time. Yeah, I mean, I at least double. Yeah, the at the time all well, year long.
2: All three of us have been here earlier this year than we've ever been. Yep. Um, I'm working more at home and at night than mm-hmm. I ever have. Oh yeah. Uh, so and I. And I know that the kids' schedules are off, and everyone's just sort of off. Uh, so, I, you know, I'm trying to We've done, to think of we've take done it. what we had to do to yeah, make it through.
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: I guess that's a positive takeaway. We made it. <laughs> we did what I have to do, and hopefully it's better.
0: Uh, it, I mean, the technology was good, and I'm glad we had it in place. Imagine this pandemic happening four years ago, just four years ago. Mm. It would be... I don't even know how we get through it. I mean, I don't... I, what, are we doing everything by mail? There, there was <laughs> this was before everybody was linked up on Google Classroom. It's I don't know if Zoom existed four years ago. I don't know. We we definitely did not have the Chromebooks and the infrastructure. So I feel lucky in a way that it happened now because we were able with within a pretty short time period to get the ball moving where we could still reach every kid at least. Look at you, glass half full. I'm That's trying. Awesome. I'm trying because I do think like four years ago it would have been a mess.
2: No, you know, I, I use Google Classroom and I used it before the pandemic, but I always preferred tests on paper, major assignments on paper. Handwriting. And yes, handwritten. And my inclination is for next year for me is back to normal. Mm-hmm. Are y'all feeling that?
0: Yep. Uh, handwriting for sure.
2: And And there's
0: something to be said about reading on a screen. There's a lot of things. But one thing that the studies keep I reinforcing.
1: Fat- I worry about eye fatigue, and oh, yeah. you know, uh-huh. like people like it, it can it can impact your vision, which can impact your. Um, it can, I mean, it could cause headaches and yeah. you know, just all that screen. Yeah, time we had a
2: research student doing a, a, their project on it this year.
1: Oh, I didn't know. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Savannah did. What?
2: Um, and and her, she said that there was a correlation that she that she was able to observe in 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 the students at Lakeside and more, in, more headaches, increased frequency and, and duration and severity. And I think which that's can real, com,
1: which can compound the, the issues you're already having because sure. of isolation. Yeah. Mental uh, and emotional and, yeah.
2: and physical. And it, so, yeah, I do. I do worry about that. And I do think, I don't know, next year I may be like, Hey, this is a no Chromebook day. <laughs> Put them away.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't foresee allowing Chromebooks in class often.
2: Yeah. I don't either.
1: I mean Yeah, that's something we'll
0: have to definitely think. Well, but yeah, I'll have to think, think that through
1: or because it depends on what we're doing, I suppose. You know? See, but I, I don't have wanna,
2: those that always want to take notes on them and then they don't Yeah. Or, or you don't know what or you doing have the with, yeah, or right. you don't know what they're or
1: the <laughs> Hey look kids, I know that you're hiding your phone behind your screen. Right. Your phone Mm -hmm. is propped up on your laptop, flipped up. Yep. So don't. that's another thing
0: that I would love to see is more security, more protection. Somehow where the Chromebooks, they can't surf the Internet. You can uh, I would love to have teacher control of that. Like when they come in or maybe, you know, like lockdown browsers, I can lock their browsers down in my classroom so they can't surf the Internet unless I want them to. And, and they can only pull up what I want them to pull up, that kind of thing. Now, I, once again, I don't know what that costs and if the technology is there. Same thing for testing security. and. I'm not and anti-technology.
1: I'm just Mm-mm, like anti-you abusing technologies while we're supposed to be doing something else.
2: Yeah, which is a real problem. Yes,
0: Yeah, especially after this year where they're used to just kind of doing what they want. Mm -hmm. But handwriting, I'm definitely... I mean, studies show comprehension increases with handwriting and physical books. Instead of reading on screens, your eyes tend to read I'm like, unless you
1: have a special circumstance and an academic plan that requires me to let you use a device, I may just go back to handwriting everything next year.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm... I mean,
1: unless there's a legal reason I have to let you use a device i of with well, it, you. I might not because it's not, and not just because of the distraction issue. I just think it's, I mean, you need to write.
0: Also, honesty. If nothing yes. else, you know they hand wrote it. If yeah. you have to, you know, yes. this person and this person. But when you do things digitally, who knows how much copying and pasting and screenshots and, you know, I, I, don't, I just assumed everyone cheated this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just went they in. They did. So, <laughs> I mean, next it's... year, at least with handwritings, they, did, they made the effort to at least handwrite it. And I think that's valuable because at least you have some evidence of effort, mm-hmm. whether they retained what you wanted them to. Uh, but of course, our AP exams, they still have to handwrite. So that's still a skill we well, need. Well, during to write.
1: the ACT testing, if you choose to take the written portion, you're not typing it, you are actually writing it. That's what. And I had several kids who were like, I wasn't ready because I haven't written anything in so long. I haven't written anything in so long, which was a stunning statement. To me, right. but I, but I get it, and then the same thing on the AP test. The, you know, some kids who had been writing some things were better prepared. Others who had been typing all year, like their hands were cramping in the middle of their three-hour test. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I'm not sure how to how to. I mean, that that's there's going to be so many questions going into next year that hopefully we can spend some summer and maybe in our PD in our department talking about strategies for let's just say things are back to normal. And let's say everybody's at school, but they all have Chromebooks like normal, then we need to talk about, you know, some etiquette, some strategies for how much we're going to let them use it, that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, and I'm interested to see if they're going to keep them assigned to the kids or they're going to go back to the oh, classrooms. Uh, I think
1: I have an answer to that. I think we're going back to just classroom sets. Good. Yeah, you're, they're not going to be one-to-one. I like to have that control ability, yeah. yeah. Yep. And
2: because, that way I mean, we can
0: lock it and say, no
2: Chromebooks today. Yeah, well, and I, you know, I... I do that quite a bit, or in the past, I did that quite a bit. There's no mm-hmm. reason you need tech for today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just alleviates that sidetrack
1: available. To like, okay, so for example, I have several students who may have vision um, issues. A Chromebook might be helpful because you can see what we're doing because you can have it right there in front of you, like mm-hmm. instead of having to look up at the big screen or whatever. So, but at the same time, I'm like you, I, I want to be able to make sure that that kid is actually looking at the thing that they're supposed to.
0: Yeah. I, I've been very flexible in the past on them using Chromebooks in class, but now that everybody's so used to it, I think we are going to have to put more limits on, okay, everybody close your Chromebook now. We're going to have a discussion, you mm-hmm. know, um, and making students, you know, I, like making copies for students. Like I might, we might, I might start having a, a classroom, you know, cause used to, and back in the old days, a year ago, we would make copies. Yeah. kids paper copies so they would have like a primary source in front of them physically and I like that mm-hmm. I like passing right. out something at oh, the no. first of class and saying hey read this real quick yeah that's exactly we'll how
1: I it. run my AP here, here are the things that you're, uh, you yeah. break, work with the documents manipulate them augment them Yeah, you know yeah that's definitely mm-hmm. yeah. I, do, can I will I give you a, a digital copy of that in case you lose that one sure but I don't know that I need you to access it in class yeah. I'll have that for later
0: and that's something else with the technology that I want to see improve is if, if we do let them um, annotate and manipulate a document digitally, that we can look at what they did, you know. Cause I, and I know there's some version of that with Classroom, but it's still not very user-friendly. I don't like it. I mean, I can see when they highlight and make yeah. notes on a page. I want to see that digitally if they're going to do that that way. But.
1: The other thing with that, too, and, and I think about Google Docs or whatever, copy and paste is just way too easy. hmm So handwriting's going to eliminate that, at least to a certain degree. Yeah. Like you said, reduces the chance of cheating, I suppose.
2: I just wonder how big of a shock it's going to be for them when all of this goes back. Because to me, I feel like, for me, it will be a return to natural, normal. But I think the pushback is going to be tremendous.
1: Well, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and, especially from those kids who thought our, that this year was <laughs> academically year was challenging when it was actually very. I mean, it's not the same program no. because we had to be so flexible. Like there are things that we just couldn't do. I mentioned yeah. the time testing a while ago. Like you, no, you're going to write a full essay in 50 minutes. Yeah, they said go, not expand that out to however long you want Two to do days. it. Two yeah, days? No, no way.
2: And the, one of the things that's really bothering me about this this year and assignments, the procrastination level, something that I would have normally given uh, a day or two that I've given a week, and then it's still done in 30 minutes because I can see the revision history of the document at mm-hmm. 3 a.m. Um, time management, and I know we've said it repeatedly, but I don't even know where to begin with their time management in next year. you think
1: that'll be the biggest thing?
2: I think it's probably going to be...
1: One of the biggest things? Yeah, one of the biggest things. How about just getting up on time and getting here?
2: Yeah, I think that's the other part of it. Just (laughs) getting them literally here. Yeah. I had a very, uh,
0: generally in my class, I have a very clear calendar. Uh, They know weeks ahead when things are due. And so if it was late, it's half credit. That's it. If it's late, it's half credit, unless you notified me ahead of time, why? That is so ridiculous sounding to me now (laughs) to be that harsh. But that really is the way to do it. To, to have but that's not deadlines. harsh. It's that's
1: not harsh. actually very normal. It's a deadline. Yeah. and
2: responsibility.
0: It, it's one of the big things you, school teaches. Right, getting up, getting to school, be, doing things on time. Yeah. Um, so Paying it seems to harsh to, to my do. brain now because of this. But I've got to get back in the mindset that that is the way to do it. That we, we have. Do you think that'll be a difficult shift for you? No. I, well, it, to right now, how lenient and.
1: But I mean, next year when we start, I think that's just,
2: the thing. I got to go in with the mindset that. Hey,
1: I'm hitting the reset button. Here we go.
2: I think I am too. Yeah. Um, You know how students say, uh, we did a larger assignment the last couple of weeks, our song assignment that we were working on, and uh, they had two and a half weeks, and it got down to time to turn it in, and I have kids asking all these questions, they're like, oh, I don't look that far out, whatever pops up on the week uh, as a due date is Mm -hmm. when I look at it. Okay, well, you can't do that. You cannot do that, especially for AP classes. You are going to be so <laughs> in so deep yeah,
0: at you that you got to do a little bit every day because these assignments pile up. And yeah.
1: There's due dates. That do are you two anticipate weeks that now. enrollment in the more challenging academic classes is going to drop?
2: Yes. I, I, I mean, I hear the 10th graders already talking about it. Um, they're trying to find the easiest way out, and, you know, It's because, in my opinion, it's because of the last nine weeks of last year and this year. Um, Oh, I can take the online college version because I know it won't be nearly as hard. It'll be like what we've been doing instead of coming to an actual class.
0: Yeah, I've heard that my my students saying, do you think so-and-so should take your class next year? Because we know it's going to be a lot harder. And I'm like, they should just take my
2: class, and and they'll be fine. Yeah, and that conversation was actually about your class, and I was like, this is ridiculous. Take his class.
1: Um, but but the conversation they're having is, it's a lot of work. Well, yeah, compared to what you're used to, <laughs> right? Maybe, but not but not really. It's not overwhelming. It's not,
2: and that's why I said that. My exact response was, that's ridiculous. It's not a lot of work. Students have done it for a decade. (laughs) Um, I I don't fail
0: kids. Kids don't fail my class ever until this year when I made it easy. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Funny how
2: that works. My grades are the lowest they've been, and and it's easier. You've had more time. And if you're listening to me saying, no, it's harder, I'm sorry, but all of your uh, peers that came before you did the same thing, and they did it in less time. Actually, they did more than you, and they did it in less time.
1: Well, that indicates to me the level of personal rigor that they're not used to. Just, I just don't want to do anything. Well, that's that's. There's been this at, this academic atrophy. Yes. Um, effect that, uh, that's one of the maybe that's one of the biggest things that we will have to get back over too. Do you think this is a lot of work? It's not. Yeah. You think this is as difficult as it can be? It's really not. Like you are ill prepared if you think that what you've done this year is stunningly difficult. The situation you're in is stunningly difficult. Yeah, your approach, right? Whatever your personal challenges are, I get that. That is not what I'm talking about. But we have had to go overboard trying to be as flexible and understanding as we can be with deadlines or workload or whatever it is. Like this is—it's been an abnormality to to try to keep you from going off the deep end, right? But next year we have to go back to normal, and normal is more difficult and more time. Uh, the time is an essence
2: well i i have uh i have a, but they shouldn't be afraid of that you yeah, should right. say yes well i should... mean I, I teach or i taught a senior who also had a sibling in the 10th grade and my favorite stories were the ones when the senior would come in and say i told them to shut up because it's ridiculous that they're complaining, complaining. about this yeah, yeah. That, that they're doing in two days what i did in 45 minutes so shut up
0: yeah and i don't think the students are taking into account how different they're going to be when they're here every day with us and we're developing the relationships mm-hmm. and all that. Like I said, I, didn't, I haven't failed a student in years until this year. And so I, I really think if they're back in class and we go back to normal, and yes, it might be more rigor, it might be harder, but yeah. they're going to step up to the challenge. And if they don't, I'll work with them until they do. Um, you know, It's hard to work with students at home or they're, they're only here two days a week. I don't, I don't get to know them and they don't feel any pressure to do their stuff, you know. Right. So the,
1: the pressure is going to be painful for some of them at first especially. Mm-hmm, yeah. But you're it's not painful. It's just more direct, I think. As opposed to like that we we can't soften the blow, so to speak. You know, here's what we do. But it's like right. you said, it's been it's been it's what people do. You're not I'm just, I'm just afraid there's going to be that weird backlash of this is too much, it's overwhelming. No, it's not. Step up. Yeah. A step yeah. way up because you've stepped down this past year. I mean, and I'm, not, it, I'm not saying that we didn't deliver as rigorous as we could. I'm saying that the circumstances just didn't allow certain things to happen.
2: Yeah, they need to get in their, in their mentality or their thinking that this was the exception, not the rule. Right. right. And I think students
0: uh, this year most glaringly didn't care about learning. They didn't really care about it. They just wanted to jump through the hoops to get the next assignment done and submit and all that. That submit button. Just let me get it done. Mm-hmm. And in class, when there's topics, discussions, debates, you have more students engaged and they're actually in the mi- more mindset of learning.
2: Well, because they can see real time their online counterparts, gaming or snapping or right. TikTok or whatever, and then they're just lost in that world of that could be me. Mm-hmm. So even though they're here, they're not here.
1: Fear of missing out. Yeah. What, what, y'all you're, y'all what ab- you're missing out on is what you should be doing, which is the academics and the other right. kids are not getting it. I'm afraid that they're that they're gonna experience stress and not know how to handle it. Stress is normal. Stress is natural. Stress is good for you. Mm-hmm. Overstressed is not, I'm mean, that's not what I'm talking about. But to be stressed, like get you on, <laughs> yeah, puts you on your game. Like you've got to experience yeah. some stress in order to and sometimes, I mean, so it can be a motivator. But they, I think that a lot of kids, and I think a lot of teachers have approached it this way too. We can't stress them because of the dynamics that we've been living under. Life is stressful. You're going to have to deal with that. This is going to challenge you, which is going to add stress to your life. But that's not a problem unless you just can't figure out how to deal with that. We can help you how to deal, figure out how to deal with that. But you have to want to deal with that. But don't think that you can avoid stress in your life. Like I, and I, and if, if somebody's been pushing a narrative like, oh, we've just got to make it so easy on them that they're not stressed. Like, I, I think that's... Um, I think that's a bad plan moving forward.
0: I mean, think about working out, getting stronger, getting healthier. You put stress on your body so right. it'll adapt. It's the same thing with your mind. You put stress on your mind so it can adapt and get stronger. And
1: But I think a, so many people feel that they need to yeah. avoid stress completely. No.
0: No. Yeah, lay oh. in bed for 30 days and see what happens. <laughs> your body yeah. will shrivel up and you will feel horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyhow, um, what do you think about we, – we talked to um, – Mr. Campbell, and he had mentioned this cell phone policy possibly coming around where the students, when they come to school, they put their cell phones in this basically thing that kind of cuts off their signal or whatever. They do it at comedy shows, so people won't, you know, videotape the comedian. What do y'all think about that actually happening in the pushback that might occur from parents who want their kids to have a cell phone on them?
2: Oh, yeah, it won't happen. I'm. I fully believe it will not happen because there's already a student and parent pushback. I, I'm already hearing it in classes. Um, my mom says you're not touching my phone.
0: And I wonder about the mental stability for students to be separated from their phones when it's glued to their hand. I wonder if there's some mental. All
1: right, let's go down a legal issues. path with that. In a school environment, we have to ensure an academic process is unimpeded. Right. We have the legal right to ensure that that is happening. Where do cell phones and regulation of cell phones fit into that legally?
2: Well, yeah, there's not a whole lot of specific law on. I mean, do we legally or, have or to cases? let people have cell phones or use them? I, no, that would be my uh, that's my gut opinion. But the that's can we legally un, put yeah. them
1: in a bag and zip it up till the end of the day?
2: Well, that's that's a that's a harder question because um, you still have the. Right to be secure in your person's papers, uh, house from Fourth Amendment, and technically, digi- this is our digital paper. We talk about this, this in government,
1: be, it's not you still have it, it's just not exe- easily accessible,
2: but that's still technically a seizure under the law. So, oh, if you, is it? Oh, yeah, okay. so, um, I don't know, the school may be mm-hmm. <laughs> mad at me in just a minute for saying that, well, um, but yeah. it is technically a seizure if you make but, it to where it's not usable. So, but it, but
1: it fits. But that's not. Un- it says unreasonable search and seizure, right? And so students, that's not unreasonable in. And
2: students have less Fourth Amendment rights within the school. We already know that. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I think they can do it. Do I think there will be a pushback? Um, yes, oh, yo, I know there'll
1: definitely be a pushback. Could I there
2: had, potentially I, be a legal challenge. I would really the rumors know. already
1: floating out there that kids are like, Oh, is there going to be a thing with cell phones? I'm like, I don't know. There are conversations, I really don't know what they're planning, but maybe something is on the horizon. And they agreed, which is interesting. They agreed that cell phones are a problem. The children I was speaking to, yeah, yes, it is a problem. Yes, I think I can see the point. Yes, I but I don't want it to happen. But that, right. that's the other thing. And they said, Well, what if my mom needs to get a hold of me? Call the office. That's what we used to do before cell phones, right? It's, yeah. just, it's just that simple.
0: What about teachers taking cell phones? I know we, have, we had a few teachers do this, and this seems more promising to me, is as the students walk in, they put their cell phone in a certain place. They get trained to do that every day, and mm-hmm. they pick them up on the way out. That seems a little less seizure-like. It still maybe keeps them from having separation anxiety. I don't want to deal with cell phones. I wish I didn't have to deal with them at all, but I think next year is going to be a nightmare.
1: I'm not one of these people that just collect cell phones. I mean, if your phone is distracting you, then we'll have a separate conversation. But I'm not, I was like, I rarely have I ever gone like, hand me that, you know, yeah. I'd rather you, I'd rather you use it responsibly and me not have to deal with That's it. That's what I like. That's I like what to yes, teach me them too, and but... then deal
0: with them one-on-one. I don't want to punish a whole class right, for making yes, sure right. the kids that can't stay off their so, cell So,
1: but, but I, I, but I think that we are in, a, maybe even, especially moving into next year with all of the ability to distract yourself with your phone. And Chromebook. And Chromebook that we might need to institute some sort of policy to ensure that people can concentrate on their academics, which is why they're here. Right. And then, the, of course,
2: the
0: trick for administration is making all the teachers enforce this policy, <laughs> which, of <laughs> course, is un- enforced unevenly, which hurts the teachers that are trying to enforce it, which is one of the biggest problems administrators I know So, so face. with the little
1: tinfoil Ziploc bag idea, how would that actually work? Have you heard? If the, I'm not saying that's what we're doing. I'm saying if we did that, what what's that look like, you think?
2: Um, at some point when they enter... The phone is put in the bag. We uh, seal it, I guess would is what you would say. But we're the only ones that has has the ability. Not we, ability.
1: the office, right? Ed well, teachers.
2: I don't. I would. I would. I don't know how it would be workable unless you had people literally at the doors. I think they're going to try to make teachers because teachers? Yes, yeah. I but I it seems
1: so. like at the end of the day, mm. the mass rush to get them out of the little bags. Well, that's yes, is going to be complicated. Yes. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it seems like it might be more logistically problematic than.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, we'll. I guess we'll discuss this again in our first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. See if it actually happens. We'll, yeah, yeah. yeah. well, let's end on something else. We are uh, about a week and a half from school ending. Uh, summer. What we got? Anybody got some summer plans? In besides resting and sleeping,
2: I have to teach summer school. Oh, so,
0: oh my gosh! I'm I'm just saying, just Nixon, what summer? Maybe for punishment. No, I no one got, else would do it.
1: I think I've got a week clear somewhere in there. Everything else is school related, uh, um, professional development, teacher training. Something I yeah. have to do. But yeah, something. It's, it's like this, this. This idea that we get. I th- the, you know. I think kids like oh uh, June, July, and August, folks. That's not a thing anymore. No. Really, I have really something not. for
2: school every week in June. I yeah. don't have an actual week that's not school related until July.
1: Yeah, and so mm. that's.
2: And then we'll be back. What first? Maybe second week of first August. second week of August. Yeah, we're back. So really, campus, I have so.
1: July. I've got yeah a, somewhere. I've got a weekend July where maybe something can happen. Yeah, I yeah. Like
0: these, the teachers don't work during the summer. <laughs> meme. <laughs> oh yeah, around. right. I've never enjoyed being a musician so much though. Because last semester, obviously, a lot of music was shut down, but now it's starting to open back up and I'm getting to play more. And that is a, I think every teacher needs that thing that they can get away from because you can get uh, consumed with your classes. uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that's all you're doing and that can't be, that stress can't be healthy. So I'm looking forward to July, if nothing else. Um,
1: Somewhere in there, my wife and I are planning on getting in a car with just a bag or two. And just driving away and, and maybe just make an adventure out of it. Where are going to go? But coming (laughs) back, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah. Franklin's rooms is just empty next (laughs) year. (laughs) I'll be, I'll be working remote again, (laughs) even though I said I didn't want to. No, I I mean, we, we, we're actually pondering that. Just where do you want to go? I don't know. Let's just take that road and see what happens and be gone for a week. I mean, really just roll out, you Mm -hmm. know? So, maybe we're taking a little
0: trip to Nashville. But what I'm looking forward to, and here's our little, our first little plug next spring break 2022, (laughs) Italy, Greece, all vaccines, and who knows what's going to happen if everybody gets whatever implant they got to get in their forehead to go, (laughs) whatever (laughs) happens, so we can get on a plane and travel again for the kids, too. I think that'll be fun when we can do that without so much anxiety. When we
1: announced that earlier in the week, so many kids just flipped they're like, oh my god and they're rushing home to tell their parents and i think we've already had a few sign up
0: we could be the roaring 20s right now after world war one the roaring 20s everybody went nuts after the <laughs> pandemic and in, in 19 or whatever it was eighteen nineteen. people went nuts we might have the roaring 20s everybody ready to travel get out if you have to add a
2: chaperone i call dibs yeah, all right <laughs> <laughs> all right so that is the end
0: of the season podcast we will see you next year Goodbye.